0: Welcome back to Brandwidth. I'm Dean Milson, and I have Sam McEwen sitting across from me. Hi, Dean. And um, if you are if you are a first time listener, this is a podcast about branding and marketing. Funnily enough, from the name, um, where uh, I'm a brand strategist and Sam's a digital marketer, and one of us brings a um, a question without notice or a topic to talk about, and the other one. Um, listens intently and, and uh, <laughs> speaks and we see where we go with it. So um, I've got, a, got one to talk about today, Sam, if you don't mind. And uh, uh, that's um, the idea of, you know, balancing long-term or short-term and long-term objectives in, in marketing, um, mm-hmm. which is, um, um, is is a bit of a hot topic at the moment um, I, I think it's been building over the last few years in marketing, especially because of um, amount, the amount of investment that's been pushed into to, to digital, because it's easy to measure, and we spoke about that a little bit in the last podcast yeah. about um, you know sometimes you know things that are easy to measure, are the ones that you know get get more budget or get more emphasis on. But um, there's a really interesting report by um, Les Bonnet and Peter Field that came out a couple of years ago. I think it was maybe longer than that, called "The Long and the Short of It." Which was published by the IPA um, in the UK about the um, and they had you know about the effectiveness of long term versus short term and and how um, how damaging it was becoming for for brands that had started to really focus on the short term what it was doing for them in the long term. So I mean, there's a there's a few ways to look at it. The, you've got the you know the top of the funnel versus the bottom of the funnel, yep. and um, that that bottom of the funnel stuff is generally easier to to, to 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 measure, it's also where you see a result straight away. So, um, but um, there's a lot of research around um, the damage that it does to the long term prospects of a brand um, by only focusing on there and, and and not really pulling back and looking and, and marketing around. You know what you know, you know for brand salience for 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 what are you. Um, you know, to what you stand for as a brand, what do you actually, you know, mm. mean, what's that idea that's in people's minds before they get to the counter or get to that, you know, pace of purchase. And funnily enough, it it, it came up for me recently in a, a really strange way. Um, I was working with a, um, um, a B2B client and um, and they... Um, they were. They'd struggled. I think they they do some some really great training in the area that they do, and they'd spend a heap of money on cold calls trying to get people really targeted people. Like they had the list of you know the, the industry um, and the people they need to speak to, you know, trying to get them into these training courses, which they have great success with, and they had no success pretty much from that from that campaign. Yeah, wow. And and like I, I was kind of thinking about it a bit. And, Cold calls are, are hard and that kind of cold sale is is hard if you're going that one to one because it really depends on what mood people are in at that, that point and and that if they're not ready to buy from you at that point then and you're not giving them any option to you know or you're not you're not giving them any way to come back or you know, then, then then they're gone. and the, the funny thing that happened to me though was I had we had a hawker come into work. <laughs> Um, this will get somewhere, I promise. And um, we had a hawker coming to work who was wanting to um uh, sell raffle tickets to support the Guide dog association. and it's that's something that I think is 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 a great cause. However, my mood at the time was I was really busy, yeah. and i um I I, uh, I couldn't do anything about it. And I was just not in the headspace to it. And I was a bit pissed off that I was being interrupted in my day by this person that had a great great cause, by the way. Um, And so it got me thinking that, you know, they often won't leave you anything. (laughs) It's just like, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, do this now or not. And I really thought it was a missed opportunity. And I think that's a an interesting you know metaphor to think about for long term and short term marketing like you need to have that point where you know you know click here to buy or you know the point of sale in front of someone at the checkout or or in front of you know or point of sale anywhere at checkout to get people to kind of make a decision but going you know back before that like what have you done before that how have you seated them you know people most people don't buy um, things all the time. They generally have a um, a moment in time where it becomes Im- important to them. So what have you done to get them up to that point? There, there's that a great point?
1: story. If I could take your guide dog analogy. Yep. I, I don't know if you come across this. Is, is I, that
0: an okay analogy? I yeah, that's no, okay. okay. It's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to... Um, progressive anyway it's a yeah. bad one yeah.
1: it's only going to get worse uh, <coughs> But I came across this in a book it may have been uh, Dr Robert Cialdini's uh, influence power of persuasion okay yep I've got to read that that's always that next on my list absolutely read it everyone everyone listens to this podcast if you haven't read it go away and read it <laughs> Um, my most gifted book by a mile. have got a stack of them downstairs. So oh, I'll give we'll you one just on the pick way one up. <laughs> <team>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I was I was recommending it so often that I just bought like 40 of them and I just, <laughs> just hand them out to people now. But anyway, yep. I, yep. I think it was from that, but it could have been something else. But they had a story about exactly what you're talking about, a, a hawker. Yeah, And she, um, and the story goes something like this. They're a pretty young girl walks into, uh, knocks on the door and, and – uh, uh, a guy answers it, and she asks him a series of questions. You oh, know, have you got a moment to answer a survey? And she says, How often do you go to the movies? Oh, yeah, I'm a very sophisticated guy. I like to go to the movies quite a bit. I only watch art house. You know, I'll probably go. You know, at least once a fortnight. Okay, cool. Do you like to go to the theatre? Oh, yes, love the theatre. The theatre's great. You know how often do you go? Oh, once a month. You know what about? Um, you know the ballet. Do you like to go to the ballet? Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, get there a couple of times a year. Blah blah blah. And they go through this sort of this sort of um, this sort of thing, and then at the end, she says, "Okay, well." Well, based on what you've based on what you've told me, if you bought this card that I'm selling today, this this uh, you know uh, entertainment, entertainment card, card. Uh, you know you'll save approximately a thousand dollars a month. You know, would you like to okay. buy it? And of course, by then you've been backed into the corner, and of course he was just trying to the, the story as it yeah. goes was he was just trying to impress the young girl, I guess, about how sophisticated he was, but he'd committed to the fact that he was this <laughs> type of person, and therefore it would be stupid to buy. Um, the card, so it's not hey, quite it's not quite what you're talking about there, but it's about
0: coming in say. for
1: you know working you know working work, you could say in a very small compact size. that so that was a sort of top of funnel. Yep. is your you you're qualifying someone first? Yep. you're. It's you know it's not all about do you want to buy the card? No, okay, see you later. We're we're off. We're we're going. And yeah. you can see how you know in in today's day, and it's a sort of a silly story, but you could potentially stop at the survey and then know, hey, you have,
0: now have their address and their phone number and something yeah, else. Yeah, and it and you takes... work them towards a, a, an Yeah, like, well, there's, there's there's two things in that as well. The other side of that is that people often say, think, we'll, you know, we'll answer a certain way in a survey. <laughs> yeah, right. And, uh, yeah. and it's not what they... It's a they say they'll, that just yeah, happened Yes, exactly. <laughs> or they say they'll do a certain thing um, and then their actual behaviour is very, very, very different to that. Mm. But, um, yeah, really, it, it's you, you've got to have... You know those two sides to it, and the the long game is um, is a lot harder to measure, as we you know touched on a little bit last time. Um, and I was having a conversation recently, um, and it all it all goes back to, to to objectives. But you know this this new client we're working with, no one knows who they are. Yeah. So um, and and so the objective there is just to get people knowing who you are. So that probably isn't going to amount to a sale s- straight away. But uh, in the long term, once they know who you are and, and we've actually built a memory structure, yeah. you know, about, you know, what that, you know, what your name is and therefore what does that mean and, and, um, and, and so that's where that, you know, the objectives of that branding is initially. Um, that's going to take a bit of time. Once we do that, different story. But um that's a hard thing for people to to grasp sometimes, especially in digital media because the expectation is, oh, you're going to get lots of clicks and hits and mm-hmm. and, and, and likes, but maybe it's just eyeballs. And that's that's kind of something I wanted to talk to you about because how I've been um, you know thinking about trying to approach some of that is is using digital media as at you know just for eyeballs, just just yeah. for reach. Um, and like you would any other like you would a piece of mass communication you know if you've got I've, we've got lots of clients that can't afford mass media can't afford TV can't afford yeah. newspapers um, or sorry can't afford billboard might be able to afford you know different bits of print here and there probably not a national newspaper maybe a local one whether or not that you know makes sense anyway but the it, but using it for just for just reach purposes and I saw an interesting um, there's a, another creative agency actually um, that you um, Uh, obviously I'm part of whoever their target audience on, on Instagram but they did these great ads. They were just kind of putting putting the brand in front of me. I'd never heard of them before. Um, And I could tell by their strategy, the idea they were trying to get across is that they just go around creating beautiful brands, like you want your your brand to be beautiful. Um, Mm -hmm. And now they would be top of mind if you asked me, other than my own agency, um, who would be the, you know, I'm thinking of creative agencies. So I never clicked on a single thing I've never clicked on their website, but I know. Yeah, I, know. I think that that's really important. You've mentioned that story to me before, yep. and it
1: actually really f- changed the way that I thought about certain things, particularly digital advertising and and you know and display advertising. You know, is display advertising is often what people think of when they first think of digital. Yep. And, and I've always said that it's probably the worst form of advertising that you can do digitally, and it's also the one that has a lot of the, the bigger issues. So if you if you follow the, the digital world, all the things about viewability, it's all about display advertising. Did, yeah. the, did the banner actually get viewed? Was it even above the fold? Did the, did the person scroll down to the bottom of the page where the banner was?
0: Yeah. You know, where they got the
1: impression? and Because I'm impression is just this. where
0: it's served, isn't it? An impression yeah, is when it's
1: served. Yeah. You know, so it loaded on the page. Did you actually get down to where it loaded? Maybe, maybe not. And there's a lot of change, right? There's, you know, a a lot of the topics are pretty out of date now when you talk about this, and and so a lot of the... The platforms, and I don't want to digress too much, but a lot of no, the platforms no, have solved a lot of these these
0: problems, or at least gone some way to resolve them. Because is that the same with Facebook or LinkedIn, for no. example? No, it's not. So no. when someone scrolls, everything's past above the, the fold on on yeah, everything's okay. there on Facebook, yeah. right? So
1: even if you're talking the right hand banners, which are probably the closest equivalent to display, it's there above the fold. It doesn't. It, it moves it doesn't down move with yeah. the page. Yeah, yeah, And an impression on. On Facebook is only when it comes into view on that feed. You know, it's the feed sort of loads as gotcha. you're scrolling. Yep, yep. So yeah, it really is a, a you know much of a, 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 a Yeah, of a display. But you know, it changed the thought because I I've, uh, until we had that conversation is I think people have tried to do too much with those banners. Yeah, you know, and I think where display advertising comes in, if you're just buying a, a few banners on a on a website, you know, whether it's programmatically or direct. It is is exactly what you've just outlined. There is, is it should just be positioning the brand and nothing more. Yeah, don't try to get the sale. Don't try to 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 be too fancy. You know, some of the best banners I've seen. Well, remembering that most people only see the final frame or the first frame or whichever frame happens to be in <coughs> in, in in picture as they scroll down. So keeping your banners really short. Yeah. and 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 using it. But I guess probably the the point that I was trying to make is if you're thinking digital for brand awareness to, to think about how the channel works and that not digital isn't as powerful as TV. yeah, And it isn't yep. as powerful as radio, but it can be. And and certain channels, YouTube, for example, there was a, a report that came out a couple of years ago uh, that measured the effectiveness of a, of a really good set of about I think it's about fifty six different brands that were advertising on television and on YouTube. Yep. And they found that that YouTube had a five to eight times better ROI than the TV ads. Yep. Uh, now that's not to say that you'd actually be able to invest as much in that YouTube as you would on TV. So, you know, so you know, I don't want anyone to go away and say, oh, great, we should, you know, we're saying cancel TV ads and put it all onto YouTube. That's not the case at all. What they sort of, their conclusion there was is that they were five times um, or, or they they were sort of underrepresented in YouTube by five times. So they should increase their investment in YouTube by five times while keeping their TV going in yep. order to sort of, you know, get, get better results from that. But, you know, YouTube can be really, really powerful at, Introducing a brand and getting that brand recognition and that small client that you're talking about, yeah, that should be your objective, and that should be a long-term objective. It's not going to happen.
0: You can't just run a one-month brand awareness campaign, can you? No, no, you can't. Right. And the thing with TV, the thing I'd heard, um, I hadn't heard that one before. I'm a little bit sceptical about someone saying that YouTube it's, is, yeah, is is um, is um, is more. I effective think the point is, TV. it's, it's cost-effective. It's not yeah, necessarily yeah. more effective it's i got you oh, okay yeah. but but the other is it, the other side to that is that it's been shown that often those other mediums are more effective because of the tv ad yeah <laughs> like you know you, you you actually have to do both it's not about just doing one or another and this exactly. goes to the long and you know the long and the short of it which yeah. is the name of that 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 paper they they all they all help each other yeah so in those mediums where you're you know it's all about just building the brand mm. and you know creating if you've got budget to do a tv ad you know it's, it's something and, that and is, I'll at tell a top you, I'll tell level you straight away when you're talking if you're talking digital when you're
1: talking about the most you know common direct marketing kind of channel on digital is usually google ads Yep. you know that's great intent i'm looking for something i search on google and ad pops up it solves my need bang, straight away, bottom of funnel decision making stage. Now, you will get a significantly better return on on you know whatever investment you put into Google Ads if you have great brand recognition. Yeah. If you, you know, and we've we've done it every time we run our ads with with our bigger brands that that are doing TV advertising and doing radio and print and whatever else they've got going on. The click through rates are higher, the conversion rates are better. Uh, yeah. You know, and and you can achieve that as a small business as well. You know, with YouTube and Facebook ads doing what you're saying. is just going, okay, just pure awareness, yep. you know, and then yeah. run your, run your um,
0: you know, run your digital. And, and that's how out. I've been trying to think about it. Um, we don't do a heap of stuff in that space. We're just mm. kind of getting into it. Um, now, more from a consulting point of view of um, of you know, okay, we've got your brand strategy set up. We we kind of know who we are, and we've got your brand identity kicking. And yeah. so now, how what are we going to do with it? But um, I guess, um, yeah, just using it in a way like like a you know, using that you know, that banner ad or using that Facebook ad or the LinkedIn ad, like a billboard. Yeah, you can't click on a billboard. Now I that's remember right. that's a famous. I think there was yeah. a lot of digital marketers a long time ago, kind of. Poo-pooing traditional media kind of because you couldn't measure, you know, whether someone yeah. liked it or what they thought of it. But it's 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 there, and that is well, this is the point <laughs> I actually actually make about d- display ads. You
1: shouldn't be you shouldn't be measuring it by clicks. Yep. You shouldn't be measuring it by conversions. The fact that you can get some clicks and conversions is a really nice like additional bonus to it. But the the idea of measuring a display ad. By the amount of clicks and purchases you got from that ad is actually like saying, I'm only going to count the people that were standing under my billboard on their phone and made a purchase. You know, while, we're, while they 10 were there, yeah, okay. under the
0: billboard. Yeah.
1: You know, I'm only gonna count the, the amount of sales we made of of you know coke, you know, at the time that our ad was playing. And we're not gonna count any of those other sales either way. It's absurd. Yeah. And but you know, this is I think the maturity of digital is you've got to think about this. Display ads are not where you should be putting your money if you're only gonna
0: measure clicks and conversions. There's other mediums for that. Yeah, to do that. Just made made me think of something as a as a side tangent. Um I, I remember getting recently, uh, it was like a survey, um, might have even been on Facebook, asked me if I, or maybe it was YouTube actually, if I was aware of a certain yep. brand. YouTube you you, do some of that. Yeah, do you do much time, of yeah. that? Because with, with, that feels like a, because yeah. you can't, yeah, that feels like an interesting way to try and measure Um that because yeah. you you know if it's not clicks it's just kind of you know yeah really awareness yeah it's
1: actually a question I'd like I should be asking you <laughs> to be honest and this is you know talking about the maturity of digital is as an agency. Who's, who, who work predominantly digital, it's always been that sort of click and conversion and and I I don't think that we really have a, an arsenal and I don't think many of the other digital agencies do have that, that arsenal of going, well, how do we measure effective awareness, Yeah, you know, and, and I mentioned in the last podcast about all the various metrics on Facebook and those kind of things. Is, They'll have one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, they do, <laughs> you know. But, you know, we, we're often sort of going, okay, well, we'll measure the engagement, we'll measure... You know the percentage of of views and and these kind of things. Um, YouTube, I think, have a uh, estimated um, uh, what is it? Estimated voice? No, it's not share of voice. It's 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 something along the line where where they kind of it's like a brand uplift. Facebook's got it as well, and I really question it because I'm like, how can you how can you through some kind of algorithm? you know, decide, oh yeah, like the, the awareness of this brand has increased by you X can't. amount. And you can't, you've got to ask people in survey. So I think I think digital agencies and anyone working in digital actually needs <coughs> to get a little bit better at being able to interview people and 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 run you know what whatever it is, whether um, you know yeah. whether it's an ad or whether it's a, a phone call saying are you aware of this brand and and those kind of things. And yeah. some of those traditional marketing that, you know, in, in more than a decade of digital marketing I've never had those experiences
0: with It's funny because I I, I I quite liked it. I liked that they'd asked me the question, but mm. I work in the area. So yeah. So <laughs> that's it's kind, so. Of, yeah, kind of you kind of kind of why. But yeah, it's um the so 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 the the idea of um, you know, long term, short term I think is gonna be a really interesting the other one that I I always the other medium I find interesting in that is is, is radio, like how um, and uh, the radio industry here in Australia has done a great job of marketing themselves, I yeah. think, over the years. They do those great, great ads, good ads aren't they? they've got, you know, lots of data to click into. But, you know, how radio can supplement other yeah. things that, that you're I you're, totally do with that, though.
1: Yeah. I, I, I honestly, I, I mean, I'm, I'm such a big advocate for radio. Yeah. I just think it does, you, you know, when, when people listen to radio, they're in such a receptive frame of mind and... And, and I do believe that, you know, you, you've, you've heard of a brand yeah. and then you go to Google with some kind of intent well, that's to it. see and that then, brand name then, come then up then and you're, you're there, like, oh, yeah. they're good, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and people make these their gut decisions based on a millisecond of, of, you know, pulling some data from deep regions of our brain that we're not really yeah. sure how we get there. We have a feeling about a brand. Yeah. And, and, you know, long-term is investing in, in that feeling. Yep, you know, uh, and and putting that that time into making sure that at that moment of truth, when they're ready to buy and they're in that mode, that they they have a perception of your brand. And if you're ignoring that, because you're just focused on yeah, quick sale, and there's all sorts of
0: tactics, whether it's call centers or whether it's well, if you the other thing on that is what's the if your if your only message is constantly buy 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 buy, then um, the next thing is price 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 price. Exactly <laughs> you, right. You yeah. can't you, you can't you know, you, well, you're and, going and, to get some problems with price sensitivity. Um, yeah, so and the other thing, you know, you mentioned guide care. dogs and, uh, you know, it's a great
1: cause and all those not for profit, you know, so many of those not-for-profits are and, and they're in a really tough... We, we work with a lot of not-for-profits not for uh, yeah. in our agency and they're in a really tough position because because they need to, they need donations, right? And, and they have to be thinking about the now and there has to be a, a relative focus in the short term. Um, but a lot of those tactics, people are really getting fed up with. And that yeah. you know, that we don't, you know, how many times does that
0: that guide dog Australia person knock on your door before you decide that you don't like their charity? No, anymore? well, I, I have a real problem with, um, I call them human spam, yeah. which is the people in the street, Out on the, you yeah. know, and 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 that's a shame. It <laughs> but, is a real shame. You know, yeah. but but I, I don't want to be accosted when I'm, you no. know, w- walking down the bank or <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's annoying, and so there's a you know there's a real problem. So when does happening. it become actually it's a
1: negative to your brand? It's starting to erode that yeah. perception of your brand because of the the practices
0: that you. And I think some um, um, uh, remarketing does that. Yep. Digital, like it pisses me off when I search for something, and the next thing I know, it's like constantly in my feed, you yeah. know, for 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 weeks, and you know, and and that's I, I, um, that's obviously down to bad strategy on their behalf and not setting, you know, but setting their campaigns up. Maybe, uh, but maybe, maybe. But here's the thing, here's the thing, and this is where I
1: think, it, you know, I think this is maybe what you get into with in the long-term, short-term is is thinking, you know, that, that could just be thinking too much about the short-term because yes. the, the, here's, the, re, here's the, the broad brush retargeting stats that we see. One, zero to six days is where you get your best results from retargeting on average, you know. Uh, however... If you leave that ad running for, say, 60 days, then your volume of conversions that you get in that seven to 60 day will be good and it could have a really good return on investment. So if you are simply looking at a spreadsheet and you are saying, okay, our objective here is revenue, we need to to maximize the revenue we've got, and, and you can build retargeting listing in Facebook for 180 days, in Google up to 540 days. I could have that retargeting ad following you for 540 days if I use Google's advertising you know, yeah. network. And that could potentially
0: have a really positive return on investment yeah. from a direct revenue. But it's the message then because the ones I remember seeing are like, it's. I remember I, I was trying to price, I bought a, <laughs> um, like a, a wireless charger for my yeah. wa- Apple Watch and phone, stuff like that, And I've been researching around for a few of them. And now I, ju- I just get constant ads. Yeah. F- and you've but bought it, right, or oh, you've moved on. Yeah, I have, but it was just for that product. Yeah. Like, it's not, there's no message, it's just, it literally yeah. comes up, oh, I've got another freaking photo of that yeah. thing and again. And this is, this is bad. And t- that's, that's that's bad t- taking. This is what annoying. I
1: say, when you look at that data, if you're not looking at it in the right way, I could still say that even you as part of that data set overall that campaign was successful. And I'm not, I'm not suggesting that yeah. people do this. Uh, I'm actually suggesting it's a really bad thing. Okay. But we're getting lost in the fact that we've got a short-term metric and we're not thinking about the long-term. And that over time we'll probably, the effectiveness of that campaign is going to get worse and worse and worse yeah. uh, because we're turning off people like you. Yeah. But you know, but but we're not thinking about that long term. We're just looking at that at that measure. And I think, yeah you know, frequency capping and all the to actually take the time to think about the customer journey and what we' what we're doing to to the customer and and yeah. and, and focus on some of these long-term metrics. And if you had good long- term metrics or if you had a long- term view, then you might be saying, okay, you know what? you know it's not it's not a good thing for one user to see our ad. That is all about buying something right now a hundred times in a yeah in a, a show. No, that's right, and it's right? the message
0: because I mean we could um, we can all I'd, I'd be quite happy to be served. Um, maybe I'm a bit weird because I'd be quite happy to serve ads that you know um, constantly by a, a brand that aren't trying to shove something down my throat. Yeah. Like I almost see it now. It's 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 like and the same with you know outdoor advertising. It's it's a bit of it's, it's visual oxygen. It's yeah. it's there. When I'm scrolling through my Instagram feed, they're there. But if, you know, if you're just going to put your brand in front of me, maybe with a nice creative idea or something that's pleasant or funny or, you know, mm. and then go away and you're continuing to do that, okay, I, you know, eventually at some point when I, you know, when I'm there to make a decision or, um, or, or ask an opinion, you know, or, or share with you my recommendation about something you're, you know, that, that, that is top of mind. But um, I'm not, you know, I'm not clicking and I'm not going to buy yeah. something at that point. The, the, uh, it's, a, it's really fascinating. The, the other thing I want to put out,
1: so we did a research project for a, uh, a property company a little while ago, and we looked at. You mentioned the funnel. You mentioned top funnel, bottom funnel. Yep. I don't. I won't give anyone a definition. I hope everyone knows it. But the, the you know, it's about the the buyer journey. Yeah, and so we, in the simplest form, we when we talk about that funnel, we talk about awareness stage, consideration stage, and decision making stage. Yep. So you know, awareness being awareness of a need, consideration being consideration of the various. Solutions to that problem or that need, and then decision being okay of the solution to that problem that I've decided to that we're going to go with. Who who, who, are, the, are, the who are the options? Who are the options? And who who? Um, and so we looked at it purely from a search traffic point of view, and what we found is in their market there's about fifty thousand searches per month that were relevant to their to their industry and in the region that they were in, <laughs> and. Based on the intent, and this was perceived intent, it was a bit subjective if we said, okay, looking at those keywords, which ones would we say have a buy now intent, a decision stage intent, compared to a consideration stage intent, compared to an awareness stage intent? And and we looked at that, and of those 50-odd thousand, there was about uh, 1,400 people that we would say are in decision-making mode. Yep. And then there was a, a similar number, is a little bit higher. It might have been one thousand seven hundred. It, it
0: was a bit of gut feel
1: around what the yeah. It was things it was like was. Uh, yeah. It was like buy something or other, okay, Melbourne, yeah. Right? When yeah. You okay. say it's decision. That's pretty clear. They're yeah, looking okay. to buy. They look at they know what yep, the product yep. is. They're going to buy. Whereas an awareness stage might be Without you know how to tell if. Blah 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 yeah, blah, or what to do in this. So yep, it's like, yep. okay, that's not a buying intent. That's a awareness ordering. intent. Okay, yep. They're sort of investigating, yep. you know, and they'll they'll come through. So so you know, that was the sort of subjective measure that we put. We looked at all of those keywords, all those fifty thousand keywords, and we said, okay, which which bucket would we put it into? So it was, I yep, think it was okay. pretty accurate. Yep. And and. So we said, yeah, 1400 a month that we would say have a clear buying intent. It's so about 1700 a month that we would say, okay, yeah. they're in a consideration intent. Yeah. And then the remaining, you know, 48000 or whatever it was. The overwhelming you know, said, majority. Yeah, the overwhelming majority is awareness stage. Yeah. And the conclusion that we came to there was, okay, if you are just focusing on those 1400 that are ready to buy now, one, it's a pretty small pool. And so you're going to be competing with all your competitors over that one really small tool from a Google perspective it's going to be costly from any perspective yep. really it's going to be costly so you're gonna to have to spend a lot of money and uh, you know and you and it's, uh, you know to compete with everyone for that small pool two if you have no brand awareness if they do not know what you are and and say everyone else is on a level playing field too they don't don't know of all, any of your competitors it's a pure co- competition now as marketers we should not be trying to put ourselves into uh, pure competition we want to give ourselves unfair advantage so one you're going after a really small audience and then two it's a fair fight and what are they going to be looking what are you going to be fighting on price price right so you know uh, alternatively you've got these 40 odd thousand people sitting at the awareness stage that don't know the solutions to their problems if you can help them If you can get into their their mind and you don't need to be selling anything, just literally helping them solve their problem, you know, helping them to find your solution plus all the other solutions out there, right? It doesn't really matter. Um, But if they come across your brand in that early stage and then you have some kind of system where you can, maybe it's content on your website or maybe it's, you know, a free guide or or something that that you can be helpful for and they're interacting with your brand. And then if they come to the conclusion maybe with help from you that your product can help that need, they may never even be one of those 1,400 people that are searching for that solution. They're just going to buy from you straight away. That's a much cheaper, better outcome. You've got a huge audience. You know, if you can be successful getting those 40-odd thousand or whatever the equivalent is for your business through, it's going to be a lot more cost effective. It's a better solution every day of the week. The problem is that's a long-term solution. Yeah. So you have to be. You have to. You know. To back to your topic, you have to be prepared to do that, and you have to. And it's complex. It takes multiple touch points. It takes real understanding of your of of your target market. It's a lot harder than paying that guy that call center company to just ring a bunch of people until somebody buys. So, you know, I think that's, you know, there's a huge opportunity there, but it takes hard work and and a lot of businesses don't seem to want, particularly small businesses, I can get it. I understand why. You know, it's it's a lot harder to invest time and, and effort into something that you're not
0: sure whether it's going to work or you're not sure whether it's going, you know, it's six yeah. or 12 months down the track that it is going to work. Yeah, Yet, yeah, um, you know, go and, go and grab the long and the short of it, you know, the re- report, the, the research is there that it absolutely has a, has yeah. a fantastic a, a effect on, yeah. you know, on on real business metrics. But uh, for, for me it's about, um, yeah, it's about... You know, obviously, each brand is different. Depend on the market you're in, um, how you're going to do long term versus short term is is dependent on you know what you are. Like, mm. um, if you've got you know you've got you're selling you know toothpaste, then you're not really going to be giving away. You know, no. content to people as such as you just really need just to be. They you need know to, that it You exist, and and yeah. you need to be building. You know, a, a, a memory structure around. You know what you know. What you stand for. What, why you're why you're better or stand out more. Be more distinctive, yeah. um, so that you know at that. Choice when I think you said before people aren't thinking. When you're not thinking, you know, you're just there to you know, and and realizing that your brand isn't maybe that special. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, your 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 customers also buy from your competitors. Once you're you know in a supermarket, um, that you know your long term, short term strategy is different. Whereas for a small business or a service company or yeah. something like that, um, the the long term might be just well being able to you know. Be part of that oxygen around them, so that eventually, or, or you know, and help them. Yeah. There's a book called Utility, I think, by Jay Jay, Jay Bear, A E I can't. yeah, I know Jay Bear. He's a content guy. Yeah, and, and and that's yeah. his whole thing. And it's 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 kind of a no a no brainer in some ways. You know, it shouldn't be all your all your eggs, but helping people, you know, ha- is a positive thing yeah. for for any 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 brand, any business to do. It's it's a it's what people remember. So rather than trying to, you know. Hoodwink them into buying your product or or, or or service. You know, helping them along the way at a certain point is is um you know is a is a great long term strategy as well. So um, yeah. So th- and one of the things I wanted to to as example of. Um, um, you know, the, the long-term, short-term that's being done well at the same time was exa- an example from the long and the short of it which has always stuck with me and it was a Sainsbury's campaign in the UK from the, I think it was 2008. Um, and I, I think this is, an, this is an example of what they call a brand response campaign where um, it kind of did a bit of, Bit of both, yep. <laughs> if that makes sense. So um, they had a, um, a, a they had Jamie Oliver doing as a you know, endorsing Sainsbury's, as I think he's done for a long time. I'm not sure if he does that anymore. Um, and I think their tagline was making life easier. So from the brand point of view, what they were trying to do is, you know, the the message I see there. I don't remember the case study exactly, but you know, from that tagline, making life easier. You know, they're here to make your you know life easier for, with with you know the ingredients they have here, or they've got easy yeah, meals. It's easy meals, to shop. Yeah. Whatever. But, you know, so that's not a, you know, buy now, sale, you know, yeah. um, type of message. But I think over, after a couple of years it was stagnating a bit. It wasn't mm-hmm. doing too, you know, too well. So what are they are going to do? Well, they tweaked it ever so slightly um, and the message became try something new and sales went through the roof because they were trying to jolt shoppers out of You know, that, you know, almost apathy, you know, just walking on autopilot around the store. There was a, it was a, it was a brand message about, um, at, a, at a top level, but then it actually had some response involved yeah. in it. Try something new is asking you to do something. So there was a little bit of activity involved. It wasn't telling you what to do, or it wasn't a you know it wasn't a red ticker um, red yeah. ticket on the side of a product kind of buy me now, buy me now. But for for them, it was about um, uh, you know there was a response involved in that, and just that little tweak. Made a massive difference. So I kind of that one always stuck out for me. Whenever you you know, trying to think of a you know, think of a positioning or or a message like if you can add some action, add a little bit of action to it. You know, not in a not in a pushy way. Um, So that one stuck out for me from from when I was reading that as something you know, kind of interesting. But um, yeah. So it's been a really interesting chat. Um, I uh, I'm I'm glad you know. You're thinking. You've been thinking around the same mm. um, as I have around, you know, using, you know, digital media as a, you know, for eyeballs, yeah. <laughs> and that visual oxygen for brands so well, they can just be seen rather than you know having to measure, you know, the um, the um, the clicks or engagement yeah. or whatever. I think we have to. I,
1: I think I think we've come back. Our brand is really big now, and, and I think that the data is is there those days of of just yeah put your money into Google and, and you know get, get the clicks are, are are really done as far as I see it. And but yeah you know, I, I you know we, we think mostly from a small business point of view and they don't have the budgets for T V yeah. and so more and more I think thinking about how can we how can we have you know build in some degree of brand awareness with a small budget. You know and and you know, I think Facebook and YouTube can allow that to do that. They're not they're not a TV. If you've got the budget for TV and, and radio, well, you probably should be doing Facebook and YouTube as well. But, yeah, you know, like it's not a replacement for, but there are ways that we can start to take a small business with a small budget and say, okay, well, yeah, we're going to need to get some degree of awareness for your brand. And we might not, it might not be able to be on a mass marketing scale. Yeah.
0: So, but it's as good as you can get. And that's yeah. what I... Um, um, like you know, read a lot about, especially you know, Mark Ritson talking about you know how TV isn't dead, and I absolutely agree oh. with him. But I, you know, I don't have many clients that can afford TV, That's right. and, yeah. and a lot of people don't. Yeah. So what's the next best thing? Well, the next best thing is trying to find um, a medium that yeah. allows you to have and, and as reach as many people as. And, possible. and I think the key here is geography,
1: right? Like TV can allow you to to rate to reach a large number of people at once. If you go into a medium like YouTube, you, you know, you, or, or Facebook, and you've got a small budget, then it's about actually locking down on a geographic region or it's locking down on an interest Yep. It's saying, okay, well, because you do have, the one thing you have that you don't have with TV is this degree of targeting. Yep. Now, I really don't buy into a lot of the micro-targeting nonsense that goes on. Yeah, over. it's, it's At Cambridge Analytica, they did some crazy things and it was great, but that was overstated as far as the impact that you can really have with this micro-targeting, these tiny little, but but you can definitely reach with with, with more effectiveness your target market. Yeah. And, and you can reach with, with great effectiveness of a, a, a specific geographic region. Yeah. And, and that digital then allows you to then be able to say, okay, well, for that specific type of person in that specific area...
0: Yeah we can have huge reach. We can have a huge share of voice. Yeah, as many people, in, you, you're trying to get as many people in that market as yeah. possible. Um, yeah. So and and so you can part. be really efficient there. And I think, you know, to that person, you can be like, you know, you can be everything.
1: You can be the big brand. You can be the, wow, I really like what these guys are doing. You know, like the... That creative agency you saw, you know who they are. They're on the, you're, they're on your consideration set now when you
0: have to yeah. make a decision about, you know, whatever that brand is. I went to a talk um, a little while ago on, um, um uh, was something to, around effectiveness, but the go, the woman from Australia Post spoke um, about, and it was about their campaign. I actually don't remember it, but it was, um, they they the first time they did any digital content, and they, um. And and of course they've moved into a market now where they're actually having to ab- advertise. Uh, well, they'd never advertised their brand before. If you like, yeah, they hadn't yeah. done much work yeah. on brand. They were just there. They, they were, were Australia there. Yeah. Post. And it was all you know tactical around. Um, they'd never worked on their brand. So yeah. this was the first campaign they they did on that. And I the the example they showed was um uh they was about a guy. They they created all this content around different stories. So they weren't trying to sell anything they were just kind of putting australia post into that you know that story and this guy was a um a guy girls drag queen i'm not quite sure what i'm supposed to say there um but they would get all of their um costume stuff online so it was all about online shopping but it was just this this amazing story and a really interesting story it was really well shot going from you know how 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 they were getting or they got all their best material from online and you can't have the same you know sequence as the next person um but it was just a great story they got some amazing um views on it and this was a two minute video on a youtube pre-roll yeah right and so And and their point was you don't have to try and ram everything down people's throats in, um, you know, in in 15 seconds or or whatever it is. You can actually, you know, people stick around for a good story. That's that's the really interesting
1: thing about YouTube actually. Like we've had success with four-minute videos, you know, because I think people are consuming... Media in a different way on YouTube as well. So you you're in a sort of browsing state, and if something comes along that's interesting enough, that's good content, that's yeah. as good as the video that you were clicking on to view, you may give it a time of day. Yeah, and, and there's ways that you can introduce it now as well with you know like using like using your three second video, which is a which is a, a format on YouTube or a yeah. fifteen second video. Yeah. and no, to, it's three second. 15 is too long. It's yeah, three. Yeah, to to tease to tease out what's going to come in the longer form, yeah, you know, as like almost a preview, like a, a mini ad to the content that's coming. And then when that pre-roll serves, it's a four-minute ad or a two-minute ad, yeah.
0: people will watch it. So it's, yeah, it's really Yeah, they got really high numbers. It's like I obviously watched it in a, you know, at a talk and I loved it. I'm, I don't know whether I would have yeah. watched it. But uh, you know, if it had been been served me straight away, but I think you know they the, they had really good good numbers behind it. What it just made me think of is, it's kind of coming back to what I said before. Um, if you put something in front of me that is you know enjoyable, yeah. um, then I'll I'm 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 not going to get offend I'm not going to get offended. So that's know, it's got to be creative and, yeah. and interesting, and that's where that effective creativity comes yeah. right into play. Because the ones I don't click on, I'm just trying to, you know, click forward, forward, yeah. forward, forward, forward yeah. to the, you know, the things. It's a brute to force. I, mean, I think I think that's sort
1: of the crux of this, which might help sum it up, right? Yeah. it's it's like, you know, if you if you're only thinking short term, it can be brute force. And the point that I tried to make before is that might look good on your spreadsheet for a period of time, yeah. until until, it, until yeah. it starts to decline and. And, yeah, you know, so, and there's uh, there are a lot of tactics around digital now and it worries me a little bit of even talking long-term strategies and these kind of things that, that's tricks. I don't know that marketing should be tricks, tricks. right? Yeah. It shouldn't be... You know, and and uh, there's there's these funnels and these kind of you know these marketing funnels that have become really popular. The, the you know and this long stream of consciousness writing down pages and oh you know we'll push someone into this video and then this will activate this other thing. I saw, I saw
0: this. I've got I saved it off because it looked interesting, but it was a um I, I saw it was a yeah customer journey funnel that someone had put together for uh, I think they did like teeth white yeah. or but you know starting with you know um you know serving ads and then how they remarket and i think they yeah. had like five or six different ads it's very clever you know, and i i saved it off going that's that's yeah that looks really cool yeah <laughs> uh, but you know when you when you think about it um yeah as it's, a human being on the other end of that um what are you what are you doing that's right
1: and then look some of them are effective they're done right they work but there's this I think there's a, a desire now to, to use this sort of tricky, you know, and with and with conversion rate optimization, we've put timers on things, and we've it's like, oh, if we put an arrow pointing this direction or eyeballs looking at this button, and you know, then we can increase our conversion rate by X percentage and, and these are all these are all really great concepts and a lot of them have a lot of merit to them. But but you know, I, I, I really worry Where's when marketing becomes a series of tricks and tactics yeah. pieced together to fool someone
0: into, into performing an action. Well, and, to performing an action but not leaving any lasting... Yeah, idea or yeah. Where's, or where's the brand <laughs> yeah. and
1: and how much of your brand are you prepared to sacrifice yeah. for something and be that is going to work yeah. in the short term? Because at
0: the end, the perception is always of whatever that last thing is. Not not not. Yeah. You know, what what is it? And, and of course,
1: eventually, like yeah, if it works in the short term, eventually everyone's going to switch off to it, and we're going to be left with a whole. You know worse off people aren't going to read your ebook anymore because they've experienced so many ebooks that are just tricks into something else with no
0: substance behind it and you know Well, this is my thing i were working on some linkedin advertising for that client i was talking about before that just needs to they need to be known. yeah but like and 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 you do a bit of I was googling around about different people's tips and things like that just out of curiosity, and you know the general thing is you know you know gives you give something away and give a free ebook or a white paper and then if you really scroll through LinkedIn like it's just people trying to look yeah. important and just so much content and yeah. I was yet yet people aren't really you know always out for content no. so I, I'm kind of feeling like my gut is the same as yours Sam that. Um, it's it's kind of got past that, and I was having this conversation um, with a with another client recently. Like I, I love the idea of content marketing, mm. but I'm struggling with the thought of you know advising brands to put more content out there um, without kind of questioning whether they're saying yeah. the same thing that everyone else well, is look- saying. It's it's, it's getting. Annoying. I, I don't have a problem with the same
1: thing that everyone else is saying because you're saying it, and they're yeah. getting it from your brand, and it doesn't matter. Okay. You know, and the point that I often make is, well, you know what? If people are asking a question and they have a, they have got a problem that needs to be solved, and yeah. they're, they're going to find the, the answer somewhere online. Okay. If they find it from your website, no, that's a good point. Then you as a brand can do something with that. Yeah. Uh, so I've got no problem with it being the same, okay. but it yeah. needs to add value to your audience. Yeah. And and. One of a lot of these tactics that I'm seeing is I won't mention their name yet, although at some point I feel I want to take them down, but I won't do it quite now. Yeah. But but there's a there's a particular there's a particular company that do a lot of online training for digital marketers and, and a lot of these tricks have either come from them or have been sort of copied and repeated over over the time from, from them. And I actually came across one of their ads recently, which was like that they, they advertised something. It was like a free offer that that you could get. And they'd add so many tactical trickeries to that that I never actually got the offer. So I I subscribed. I wanted to get this offer, but then it landed to another page with another offer that was something else and then pushed to this. And and it was all, you know, a very well-orchestrated way to try to get me to sign up to this subscription service, which is their end goal. But I never got the free, like, I'm sure I could have got it. It may have ended up in an inbox somewhere, but it was just, there were so many layers put on top of that. And it was such a bad experience by someone who's training a lot of digital marketers at the moment. Yeah. And and it just it just said to me, this is, this is just too far. This is too far. And the more that the people experience that, you, you know that really bad experience, and the more they're going to shut off from that really good content. That really, you know, yeah. oh, I'm not going to download any ebooks anymore. I'm not going to read anyone's <laughs> post because I know that this yeah. sales coming and and I'm not handing over my. Well, then it loses its a, its, uh, it's currency. But yeah, I yeah, think, it's I think, content's, I think it's content's really powerful. You know, people have a thirst for knowledge. It only get it's only
0: been increased with the more that our lives are online and we're having instant answers. It's but, funny. I, I've just done with my train of thought there exactly what um, I always talk about is the, <laughs> with clients is the wrong thing to do. That is, like I'm, I'm, you know, I was I was worried that I was sick, like yeah, you know, sick of that content. Whereas, you know, most people that are looking for that content. Um, aren't sick of it. That's right. They, they <laughs> and and I mean, they yeah. have, a, have a need for it. It's the same thing with, you know, brand, brand they, managers getting sick of their advertising oh, and wanting yeah. to do something different. It's like, right. well, you see it every day, yeah. um, but your target market and doesn't see it There's a really good point with the content because you know everything. It's really boring to
1: you and you can see everyone else yeah, talking okay. about the same topic. Yeah, the curse It's of not knowledge. boring to your audience, yeah. you know. Uh, and, and um, yeah, we, we have to... Sometimes just repeat
0: until we sit, feel sick in the guts, right? No, that's like, a good point. Well, I'm glad I've learned something today and was able to at least come off like a fool on my own podcast for a, for a few <laughs> that's minutes. That's very good. We're not. We're, we're all very. We're, we are all fallible. But no, that's um. That's, it is that's a great right. topic,
1: though. And, and honestly, I think I think we, you know, the this the more that we can think of long term and the more that we can plan for it, and and not be and not fall into. This, this short-term strategy and be patient. Yep. Be patient with our marketing and plan for patience. Yep. Plan that it doesn't have which, to which work is, in one month or two months. Which
0: is being honest, isn't it? It's not like, you know, promising the world to get you yeah. in the door, which, you know, is a, is a business model of, 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 you know, many consultants, let alone marketing agencies, you know, being, being honest about yeah. you know um, what you're going to achieve and, and how you're going to achieve it because otherwise it's a race to the bottom for, for really everyone. Is. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll probably come back to this. I reckon we will. Topic. Well, I'd, 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 I'd like to, um, you know, maybe every so often we can, you know, I'd like to check in on some of the things we've been really? been talking about because really um, we'll see if the you. long-term strategy yeah. on that's working. So <laughs> Sounds and, good. And on that note, we'll uh, we'll say goodbye to now and um, we'll uh, see you soon. Great. All right. Speak to you next Bye. time. Bye.